If you enjoy Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, there is an amazing resource at your fingertips full of great videos and full of technique thoughtfully explained. The website's tfsjujitsu.com. Now, this website features tons of videos that help break down various techniques and help explain step-by-step on how to get you there. With gi and no-gi instructionals, it has something for everybody who enjoys BJJ. This website has been meticulously put together by Team Balance Black Belt, Ben Tallini. And his focus was to build a website where people felt confident in the information they were getting. TFSJujitsu.com is full of videos of various positions, submissions, takedowns, and more. One of my favorite things about the website is Ben invites other instructors to share their favorite techniques and break them down into bite-sized pieces. So, listen, it's a great website. I think you guys are going to enjoy it, especially if you enjoy Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Make sure you check them out at TFSJujitsu.com. That's T-F-S-J-I-U-J-I-T-S-U.com. So my next guest is my friend Lucretia. She works as the executive director at the Greater Liverpool Chamber of Commerce, and this group focuses on building local businesses and creating a network community for them. What I like about the chamber is it's local businesses supporting local businesses. Their focus is on community building. During COVID, they had to adapt and change like many other organizations and businesses, and Lucretia kept the Chamber of Commerce moving and successful with flexible and creative ideas even during a shutdown. One great example is she would have Coffee Tuesdays where all these other business owners would meet on a Zoom meeting. It kind of just bounce ideas how their businesses could stay open even during a shutdown. I like the idea of just various business owners kind of supporting one another and even if they might have similar businesses, they're still there to make sure that nobody gets closed during during the COVID lockdown. Lucretia is a sweetheart of a woman and I had a great time learning more about her the chamber in the local Liverpool businesses. If you're interested in joining or taking part in an event, check out their website in the link in the show description. I hope you enjoy this episode with my friend Lucretia. Tell everybody uh, what your name is, what your title is, uh, and where you work. Sure. I'm Lucretia Hudsonski, and I'm the executive director at the Greater Liverpool Chamber of Commerce, or as most of us like to say, the greatest Liverpool Chamber of Commerce. The greatest. Is is that like an inside joke between you guys? No, it's, um, we had a president um, a couple of years ago, and now he's recycling back in. but he used to say he the, we were the greatest chamber in the universe. Oh, and he had that's funny. The universe. <laughs> How long have you so, worked for the Chamber of Commerce? So I, many of the people are proud to be members and um, especially volunteers. So it, they like being called the greatest. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially, especially because I'm. I would imagine there's a lot that goes into it. What is it exactly that the Chamber of Commerce does? Okay, first, there's many um, facets of being part of the chamber. So 
um, the first thing we do is um, there's a membership fee that is very low. We're probably very, very low. Is it for and, businesses? Yes, it's oh, for okay. businesses. However, um, we've had a phenomena in the last year where individuals who are in the community who are retired and um, don't have a business or they may be associated with something that's not going to join the chamber, they have joined as individuals. So we now have an individual um, registration um, fee as well. So we added that now to our membership. But um, the membership is made up of mostly small to medium-sized businesses. So what we offer them is we do a directory every year, and these directories go out to many of our extended stay um, hotels because they want to get the mm-hmm. restaurants out, maybe somebody's staying there for a long term. They may need an attorney. They may need, maybe they're looking for a house, uh, right. some of the recreational things that they can do. And then um, the other thing is if you go to our website, our, all our members are listed there. So I always say if you're looking for something, go to our um, website because these people are credible. I mean, we know who they are. Um, we've Many of them I've seen in person and I can tell you what they do. So uh, that's another facet. And then we offer we are, um, offer networking opportunities oh, so you. that people get to know each other. Um, so the Zoom has been amazing, actually even better than our in-person um, gatherings because people are telling us that they are learning more about each other. Mm. And um, so they're, they want to um, do business with each other or they're exchanging or maybe they're collaborating. Um, one of the ones that I'm using as an example now is there's two bakeries in the, in Liverpool. Now we used to not used to be Wegmans, send somebody to Wegmans, yeah, but there right. were no, bakeries. so there are now two bakeries in um, Liverpool and um, sugar top was the first one. They're on old Liverpool road um, near the burn dairy. And, um, I said to them, I said, I feel bad to tell you this, but there's a new bakery coming into the village. And she said, no, they've already called us. And uh, we're doing, we found out that we're really not competitors because they do different, their directions different. Oh, nice. And so the other day I was in Sugar Blossom, which is in the village. That's the newest one, right? Yeah. So I asked them how they were doing. And then I asked them a little bit about the the collaboration that um, with Sugar Top, and they said, "Oh no, we've been calling each other because sometimes we get swamped or they get swamped, and they're able, and they don't do donuts, they don't do oh, that's um, cool. what Sugar Top does. So they refer to each other, and I said, "Wow, I really like this collaboration, and we encourage that." What a beautiful sometimes, thing! You don't see yeah. that very much. I mean, I know, I know you said they're not very. Uh they're not competitive in a sense, but I mean, they're both bakeries. It's kind of nice to see them helping each other out. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. And, um, we even have that amongst realtors, believe it or not, that some of the realtors have gotten to know each other and they collaborate with each other. So yeah, I know Mark Cordone, right? He's a, he's a yeah, big helper Mark. on your, on your team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's on great. the board and, and he's on two of our committees. So, uh, He's quite, he's quite the character, except I don't know if you saw our, our 21 day countdown to 2021. Yeah. He's a but, funny guy. Uh, that was his idea. And then I didn't, I, I was trying to figure out how we were going to do it. And we had somebody on the team who, um, works magic in the IT world. Yeah. And 
So I was able to put things on a wheel and it actually was a real wheel and to be able to select names. Cause I had a picture of these names coming in and me cutting them out, putting them into a fishbowl and having to pick them out. And then if and, you pick their name, like what, what would happen? Oh, we had prizes, anything from one night stays at hotels. We nice. had, um, chocolate baskets. We had a couple of those. We had, um, wine. We had, uh, oh, Four Seasons um, Golf and Ski, so you could go use the, um, that out in Fayetteville. Nice. And we had, um, let me see, what else do we get? Oh, a massage. Um, we had a whole bunch of things that were contributed by our members. So we had nice. probably about 32 different prizes during that 21 days. That's pretty cool. What a what a nice thing to uh, to do and give back. Were all these companies, well, I think you said one of them was from Fayetteville. Were all of them like locally from Liverpool, like focused on that? Mostly, but we like some of our hotels are in Cicero and um, uh, North Syracuse. So some of those were there. And then... Some of our other folks were like, we have people from Baldwinsville that gave um, chocolate baskets. And um, we had, uh, yeah, we have members from all over. That's that's really cool. What, uh, like, what does a normal day of operation look like for you? So sometimes it's answering a lot of phone calls. Yeah, I bet. Because um, a lot of times people will call and they're looking for a specific service. So they want to know if we know anybody that can mm. um, plow the driveway, they can um, fix their house. Uh, maybe it's a realtor. Uh, maybe it's uh, looking for an apartment or it could be looking for an attorney because um, um, our attorneys, are a lot of them are specialized. So I often ask, you know, what um, they're looking for so I can make sure that the mm. referral goes to the right person. And then... Um, Right now, during COVID, we don't have as much call for uh, hotel rooms. But when um, it, we're not in COVID, um, I get a, a lot of calls during the summer, especially when it's state fair time, Syracuse University, you know, the parents are coming in. Right. And they're they're blocked off from the Internet and um, because those hotel rooms are, say they're closed. And so sometimes by calling locally, you can get in a hotel room. Um, oh, however, that's nice we, to know. Yeah. You need a hotel however, room, we, just call Lucretia. She'll be able to wiggle something out. Or I can call the hotel rooms. And, and a couple of times we've had to, they've actually had to bus people to Auburn. We were wow. so booked in the area. Because I, I used to ask that question, like, why are we building more hotels? And they said that, that well, before COVID, um, there were many times when they've actually been very booked. And now with mm. construction construction going on in our area, especially with the um, new Amazon right in our backyard, yeah. um, the uh, people are staying at these hotels. Oh, interesting. So, and there's other construction going on in the area. So right now that's keeping our hotels going. Oh, that's that's cool. What, like, do you have anything to do with Amazon? Like, has Amazon talked to you guys at all about being on the chamber? Not yet. We're, we're reaching out to them, and we're going to see what we how we can get in a partnership with them. Nice. Or That'd be kind of cool. Make huh? aware, and make them aware that we're here, and what can we do for them? Yeah, right. Does every city have a chamber of commerce? Not really. Um, there's, um, there's what I call the suburban chambers, because there's the regional chamber which is the um center state and they cover a 
broad variety of places. There's things like um, Cayuga, which covers the whole Cayuga County, but there are some smaller ones within that. Um, Madison has three chambers, but Onondaga County has probably the most. Um, we've got ours. Um, well, Kaz is in Madison. Um, and then we have one, a Fort Brewerton in Oneida, and, but we have one in Baldwinsville. And then Plank Road, North Syracuse has one. And uh, so you don't run yeah. all those, right? You just do Liverpool? No, no. But we, we started a what we call a multi-chamber group. And just to help help each other with resources. And also, we've done some collaborations. Um, started two years ago, we had a, um, a lunch with um, four chambers involved in it. Nice. And we had 150 people show up at the Cicero um, Comfort Suites. Wow. And, yeah. So we find that um, we're doing some things like that together. We did one out in um, Manlius um together we had 100 people show up at that one but it gives our ch our chamber members who might be part of many chambers to also meet other people so right. it gives them a broader network of people to know and to work with but the smaller chambers are good because we're more engrossed in our area and um i probably have the largest one in the suburban um because i cover clay the part of the town oh. of salina Wow. And um, Liverpool, so it's uh, we're we're one of the larger ones. Yeah, that was actually one of my questions: was how how far your your reaches is it just Liverpool? Mm -hmm. But it sounds like you got a couple other areas, right? And we have people that come to our chamber um, quite often, and will not be from here. They might be from Auburn. They might be from. Um, Watertown, and what they're doing is they're trying to see what the element here is like. Are, is it is it a place for them to do business? Right. And Advanced Business Systems, which is a copier place, they sell copiers. They actually had a salesperson join our chamber and get very involved in it, and they now have a location in Cicero. Oh, okay. And they were, and they were from Watertown. Oh wow. Okay, that's interesting. They came so from Watertown, we, and then they kind of, mm -hmm. they did they set up a place in Liverpool? Well, they, they just had a salesperson for uh, a while. Gotcha. They wanted to see if there was enough business for them to really open a site, mm. which they did. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I can understand that. In your uh, your job title, what, uh, like, what are your normal responsibilities? Like, what kind of duties do you have? So I, I take care of membership, make sure that everybody's knowledgeable. I send out emails and um, we do a every other month newsletter, which during COVID we stopped, but we just, this month there'll be for the first time since COVID, um, a newsletter going out. Do you write the um, newsletter or does other people contribute to it? I have people who contribute to it. So That's cool. there's often um, people who write articles that will be helpful to other businesses or, um, like uh, next month or this not, not this coming issue, but the next issue, I want to feature one of our members who just wrote a book. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And it's um, on her child who has a hearing disability. Nice. So, uh, so I thought, you know, we, we try to highlight people that are doing things and um, that can help others, you know, uh, maybe, 
either with their business or in their personal life. So sometimes we even have things for personal too, like how to relieve stress, that kind of thing. That's it. what I like about the chamber is it's uh, it's local oriented. It's very CNY focused, which yes. I like, and it's it's all different. Uh, like you said, it's a very great networking event, right? Yeah, and during COVID, we were um, sort of the hub in a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, because people didn't know where to go. So we're not the be end and end all, but we have. Uh, collaborations with the SBA, the um, Small Business Development Center, and we have a great relationship with the Better Business Bureau, who has been very, very great about getting out resources. And then we had Al Sturpey on a couple of times on a Zoom call um, for local businesses to ask questions of, because he's the head of the New York State Small Business Committee for oh, New York nice. State. That's cool. So, I got a when I was. Uh... When I was younger, I I loved Al Sturpey. I used to see him on TV oh, and do commercials and stuff. I it was uh, I don't know what it was. I think it was uh, just how genuine that guy seemed. Every time I saw him on TV, I was like, man, if I could vote, it's like me being 16 years old. Man, if I could vote, I'd vote for him. You know, he seems well, like he, a nice guy. Oh, he's amazing because he volunteered. We we run concerts in the park. I don't know if you know about the Liverpool is the place concerts. Oh yeah. We didn't do- we didn't do any this summer, unfortunately. Do you organize them? Um, it's part of the chamber. Yeah, we have a committee. Wow. That yeah. must be a, a good undertaking, huh? Um, yeah, we have a guy that goes out and he gets all the bands. And then we have the committee that goes out and solicits and gets the, the sponsorships. And then we added um, people helping out and volunteering. So, like, say, for instance, Howard Hannon wanted to take a night and volunteer you could wear Howard Hanna shirts and we would announce for the stage, hey, Howard Hanna's back there, pay them a visit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people will go back and ask questions. Um, we had one realtor that um, would every Wednesday, he had his crew there and he said it was the best advertising he ever did because people would come up and actually book appointments. Oh, nice. So, so it's a great it's a great thing. But when, it, when it, you brought that up, Al, Al Sturpey would bring his staff Oh, and nice. most of the legislators will come and they'll shake hands. They won't work. They they shake hands the whole night. Yeah, oh, right. no. He opens up his sleeves and he stays until everything is put away. And he helps do it. Oh, so I would see? say there, there's a guy who really puts his uh, mouth, you know, his hands and mouth right where it yeah, belongs. Right where his mouth is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah totally. I guess, I guess my... Uh, gut instinct on him was was pretty dead on i've i've i bet you'd be a really interesting guy to talk to especially i don't know his total i don't know what his official uh position is but he he gives me those vibes that he's very like down to earth and very very genuine kind of guy what uh, go ahead what were you gonna say his staff that is very good because i've called him on um, personally, not from the chamber because we don't get involved in political um, things. But there's been personally a couple of times when I felt I needed to call him and say, call him out and say, "Hey, this needs to be looked at." And his staff is amazing. They'll get right back to you. They'll talk to you because I've called other legis- legislatures, and I'm going to tell you, legislators. And during COVID, I will say that the two legislators that we needed on the federal level um, were Schumer, um, um, Katko, and um, Gillibrand. 
and I will say Schumer and Catco were the most responsive. They were, they helped us out. They helped for direction, right. um, directing us to the, because people were having a real hard time getting their um, CARES Act um, proposals out there because certain banks wouldn't do it. And if you did, you weren't a member of that bank, some of the banks wouldn't even uh, look at you. Right. So we were able to find some banks within our chamber who were able to um, take care of those people. But they, but Kako and Schumer were very helpful in terms of getting us the answers because there were sometimes some questions that were asked of us that we had no answers for and they were able to get back to us. Yeah, that's, what do you think was like the hardest the hardest, uh, or I should say the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome during COVID? It would, the hardest thing was, first of all, knowing what businesses were open and closed. Yeah, for sure. Doing business. And then the other thing was the, the fact that it was kind of a scary time um, in terms of people not knowing whether they were going to be able to pay the bills or put yeah. food on their table. And that's, that was a hard thing to hear from people, but we were able to uh, keep people connected and um, through a zoom call. And actually I didn't know what zoom was until my grandson visited <laughs> me one weekend and uh, karate Johns had a live um, or had a zoom for the kids on karate. And so I had the, phone set up and everything i thought it was just he w- he was going to be watching this and it says liam can you take over and lead us in that exercise i go oh my god they can see us yeah right right so then i, said, oh, I gotta find out more about this and um, so i i called some chamber members who i felt technology wise would able to be able to lead us and um so we started uh coffee at eight o'clock um every every tuesday morning and people would come on and they we would talk about, you know, what were we doing during COVID? How could we help each other? Um, if your business is closed, how can you really keep it open, at least uh, on Facebook or Instagram? Yeah. And Or to keep yourself present. In other words, you were closed, but how could you still keep that presence up? How can you still let people know what you do? And maybe like this one gal, she... She did. She opened it up and did. She was totally co- closed, and she would ask people to get on. And so she was doing consulting work. So when she opened up her doors, she now has to turn people away. Right, because now she just kept business going through so she, Zoom, right? Yep. So it, she wasn't really close. And I used to say that to people. They they used to laugh at me. They go, "Here's Lucretia's quote: Your business is only closed if you wish it to be." Yeah. No, it was it was definitely a weird time because a lot of people, a lot of businesses were closed. They didn't know how to change and adapt. And I, I can only imagine how powerful it would be to have you know, five six people. I mean, however many people are having coffee with you Tuesday mornings and kind oh, of, there's over twenty, over twenty, like over twenty people having a powwow of like, helping you out and saying, okay, all right, so you are a. Uh, a consultant. So what, what, what can we do to help? Like, that's gotta be really powerful to those people. Yeah. And it's no yeah. extra cost to them other than what their membership fee is. Right. Right. Exactly. We did it for free. And we had, um, two people, Jim McIntyre and Barb Stone who said, well, we'll coordinate it. We'll, we'll make sure that the discussion flows 
And then if we need to bring experts on, we will do that for you. So they've been continuing it. We thought once people got back to work, they wouldn't want to have these eight o'clock meetings and they have continued to grow. In fact, um, from that, because anybody could get on, you didn't have to be a member. So um, from that, we've gotten new members. So actually every other month we've had a, what we called a Zoom noontime meeting with uh, Meet Our New Members. So it's a new member showcase, which oh, we nice. norm- normally would have done in, in you know, live and have like a big luncheon or a big breakfast or something like that for people. And we used to get a lot of people. So, um, but we have continued to grow. Um, people have continued to renew and people have continued to become new members. So every other month we've been having a new member showcase. In fact, we've got one coming up this one. How, if somebody wanted to, to join you guys on that, how would they be able to find the link? Is it like an invite? Do they have to email you? No, they go to liverpoolchamber.com and actually the link is right on the event. We don't mm-hmm. have, like you got to pre-register and we'll send it to you. Yeah. We so far have had good luck with security and all. So um, we just have the link open and people can come in. That's that's really cool. That it seems to be uh it's a very like positive uh kind of brainstorming session is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I mean it sounded like it helped the consulting business so I could only imagine how many other businesses you guys kind of saved and helped during the whole COVID thing. Yeah, one of our um um John Hunt was always his question always is to every the one every one of the new members is Who's the customer you want to get in front of? How can we help you with that? You know, and so, it, and it's it's funny because they're they could be competitive with each other, but they're not. They're they're engaging and they're partnering, and they find that. Um, and I and like I said, I am, and I try to encourage that collaboration. I think that's one of my roles is to help people connect with each other. Yeah, and that's uh, I guess that's what I like about it is the fact that uh, you keep everybody really connected on in mm-hmm. things, especially in a in terms of a local level. You know, um, we, when we had talked on the phone, you were talking about uh, like lights on the lake and stuff like that. Are you guys a big uh, like the big planner for lights on the lake? No, not at all. That's oh. Gal- Galaxy Communications. It's their thing. Okay. All we do is, um, in the past, in the past couple of years, we provided volunteers for their characters. So like wow. Santa, the reindeer, and that kind of thing. And they actually gave us a, a donation for that. And then this year this year and last year, we sold discount tickets. But as far as planning it, no, it's not our thing. It's okay. between the county park and but Galaxy Communications. It's their big thing. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you guys like plan a lot of events, obviously. So what is the biggest event you guys put together? Well, um, well, our luncheons used to be <laughs> two hundred plus our, people, huh? One of our big things, and uh, our business before and after hours were always good. The business before hours was always good because people would come and drink and you know enjoy each other. Um, and then we have our golf outing, which is a, a big thing, and it's going to be a little different this year. We're, we're trying to try something different and um we do a thing called discover clay liverpool and that is usually in clay park but we have 
this year we haven't been able to do any of that yeah so but you know we're just continuing on we, one of the things that we're doing during covid is every monday we call it membership monday and um the uh, there's volunteers from our marketing committee and they get on and they do a live broadcast it's live on facebook it's a live broadcast what it is is that they talk about you know what's going on at the chamber what's going on in the community and then also if there are any members that are having special offers or special events going on um or a special anniversary like we did a lot with speeches candy who celebrated their 100th birthday and we did a lot with them 100th so, birthday yeah what was it what is the name of the company Speech Family Candy. You've never been there? No, I don't think I have. It's on Lodi and Court Street. And if you like chocolate or any kind of candy, truffles, etc., or if you know anybody that can go way back and remember Penny Candy, they have a whole section of the old Penny Candy as well. Um, I just wrote that down. I, I want to remember it. I got a weakness for chocolate. The best chocolate chip cook. I mean, not cookies, but best chocolate chip chips oh <laughs> nice <laughs> but they're really good every time i go in there i go oh michael i have to get you the, the chips <laughs> i can i can just smell it right oh it's 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 incredible and then they have these truffles that are just just super super they're, See, i got they're a weakness very... for peanut butter and chocolate those two mm. is like oh that is my 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 achilles tendon right there so, yeah, so we did that. And so and anyway, on Mondays, we do the broadcast. So we try to announce, you know, who's celebrating an anniversary. Maybe there's something special going on in one of the restaurants or um, something special going on in, in a retail or whatever it might be. And then um, on Wednesdays, our vice president, Bill Postella, and I go out and we do a Facebook Live with our members. So we um, during um, when COVID went up, the numbers went up. We started making appointments because some people did not um, were closed to yeah. people coming in. But before that, we were going right. In, we would just pop in. So <clears throat> anyway, um, we go in and we talk about you know who you are, and they, they might give us a tour. Like Bosi's gave us a whole tour um, oh, of their cool. facility. Told us about their programs, which. I didn't even know about some of the things that they had to offer. Was this when they built the new building, right? Because they just put a new one up, right? It's been up for like two years now. Yeah, two years, yeah. So we went over there um, about, a, about a couple of weeks ago just to bring that focus to people. And then we, we, we've been out to some of the hotels. Like there's a Super 8 on 57. And I know when I tell people... I say, well, where are you going to be? And I say, oh, there's a great Super 8 in Liverpool. And they go, no, I'm not going to Super 8. I go, you don't understand. We put my mom We put my mom there. It's excellent. It's yeah. impeccable. So we just recently did um, a walkthrough with them and did a live um, to show how nice it is and how clean it is. And yeah. it's today and it's, you know, it's, it's, but it's right here in the middle of Liverpool. I mean, who would know? Yeah, right. So, you said right on 57 too, right? Yeah, so we do that. We've been out to Tough Sheds on Erie Boulevard and did a whole thing of looking at some of the sheds that they have out there. So um, we've been, we and if people don't have an office that we can go to or they don't have a something, they can come into our office. And I've done a, 
I've done in the summertime, I've actually had uh, some Facebook lives, people sitting on our, our memory bench. Oh, nice. So, so we you, did that like pre COVID you worked out of an office, right? The chamber has an actual location. We actually have a location. Um, we're open, um, mostly for appointment. Um, cause we just don't want a lot of, cause sometimes right. people, would, there were a lot of people dropping in. And so now we want to make sure that there's only one person in at a time. Yeah. Especially right now too. That's, that's super important mm-hmm. to make sure you the, everybody is safe, right? That's the big important thing. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I want to keep myself safe too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Do you still have to go into the office right now, or do you work mostly remote? I work part from home and part from the office. Oh, gotcha. So, because uh, a lot of times <clears throat> I'm meeting with somebody there, or um, the information that I need is there. So, um, so sometimes I'm working from home, and sometimes I'm working from the office. Like the last couple of weeks, I've been there because the prizes that we were giving out were in the office. Mm. So come and pick up the prizes right and we did a couple of donations for like salvation army every um holiday time we do things with the salvation army and the rescue mission so we collect things like jello and pasta gloves um hats mittens that kind of thing for them to distribute wow you guys are always it sounds like you're always turning out events that are focused on how to help locally seems like oh our biggest thing last year with us was the most fun. So the Liverpool Rotary is what a year over a year old, and um, so when they first came to us, Baldwinsville first came to us to help them start a Liverpool Rotary. Um, we said, okay, fine, we'll help you. And so Valentine's Day last year, we teamed up with the Rotary and we did I think eight nursing homes and assisted living locations and went and actually distributed um valentine's so we couldn't do it this film we we don't we don't believe we're going to be able to do it this valentine's but last february we gave out i mean i forget how many thousands of valentine's we collected (laughs) kids made them people made them they donated them we had you know um people sign them um, we went, oh, we actually, we, Meals on Wheels, we helped them out. And so we went with them, too. We gave them Valentine's to give out to the people in their um, meals. And so, yes, we try to do, because we have a lot of nonprofits in our our chamber as well. Yeah, I was going to so ask we, about that, if, if you guys deal with a lot of nonprofits. And it definitely sounds like you guys do. Oh, yeah. I mean, we volunteer for, for uh, Hope for Heather when they're at the State Fair. What was it? So hope for heather oh okay so we um they have in the summertime when the state fair was open they'd have a a booth so the chamber would have a chamber day or two where we would have chamber businesses go out and volunteer oh that's good like you guys would have a booth we wouldn't have the booth we'd help out oh gotcha gotcha okay i yeah i misheard that yeah no it's uh it's a little weird, right? No state fair this year? That was kind of strange, huh? Yeah. Are you a big state fair goer? I go a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, no, same I'm with not, my wife and I. I'm not big like some people. Some people go every day. Oh, yeah. Th- those people go really hard for that fried dough. But my yeah, wife and, and I will go a couple of times in a year. I mean, mostly for just so we can eat garbage food and, and feel terrible <laughs> the rest of the day. <laughs> but it's, it's worth awesome. it. 
and onions and the fried dough and (laughs) right right exactly exactly how uh how many people uh do you work going back to the office how many people like actually work with you in the office setting i'm it's me and i have a part well uh probably a 10 hour a week person who um she doesn't come into the office right now she's working from home um because her she also has to her daughter's virtual Mm. so it's kind of hard to and then she has another job as well so trying to maneuver all of that but but she does our bookkeeping oh gotcha so just you and her yep that's it that's it (laughs) but the thing is i have so many great volunteers oh right right we have so many volunteers this this thing that we had the 21 day countdown to 2021 it was all done by volunteers i wasn't even at the meeting i missed the meeting when they were planning it and i said you guys i think i'm gonna miss more meetings because <laughs> they had it all planned and worked out who was gonna do what i mean it was so exciting yeah they definitely very fortunate in that sense right because sometimes when you get volunteers in different organs they kind of just do it as quick as possible they don't really have an invested interest and it sounds like you have a group of people who like genuinely care about the program i think that not only that but they also see a benefit to them volunteering because you got to remember that like especially on membership monday they're saying hi i'm michelle i'm from the business and i want to welcome you to our member and so they get advertising free advertising yeah, right. That's a, that's a good point. And they're they're all businesses, right? Right. And people get to see them. And that's the thing I would tell people. It's like people need to see you. They need to know you in order to be able to trust you. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're if you you were on Zoom or before if you came to a lot of the events and so it's like kind of like um I got a call one time from a woman that wanted to was looking for a construction company and she thought maybe they were a scam. And she said, she gave me their address, et cetera. And I said, well, I don't know who they are. They don't belong to the chamber. And I don't know. I don't really know anything about them. I said, what do you want done? She goes, I'm, I want my bathroom re- redone. And I said, well, I, I got five, I got five members who can do that job for you. And I could tell you who they are. I can even tell you what jobs they've done out in the community mm-hmm. so that you can get references and call them each and find out and interview them and make them compete with each other for that bathroom. You're like, I know their son's names. I know where they go to school. They answer to me. No, <laughs> no but you know, it's like, I I know them. I know yeah. them. I know what they've done in the past. People have, people have told me about their work. So I, you know, it's amazing that um, there are a lot of my, a lot of members that I know. I mean, I, I'm amazed sometimes when I go around and go, I know those people, <laughs> you yeah, know. Right, right. Especially when you get so much FaceTime with all those awesome people. Yeah. What, uh, like, what is the, what's the goal? What's the objective of the the Chamber of Commerce? To help businesses grow. That's the main so, focus, local businesses. Yes. We want to make sure that um, we can help you. We ask constantly, what can we do to, to help you? Whether that's giving you visibility, whether pre-COVID was going there and having a before or after hours or um, in many of our restaurants. we don't. Some chambers go to the same restaurant all the time. 
We didn't. We always went to a different location. We even went to some of our churches and had lunches there. Oh, yeah, there you go. Because we have a couple of churches that belong to the chamber. So we would have people that didn't have like a restaurant, like Chick-fil-A has catered for us several times. Mm -hmm. So we picked a church or a a hall or something and had them bring stuff in. Limp Lizard's another one. They don't, we, their place isn't big enough for us. Yeah. So we look for a location that they can come in and cater. Yeah. Yeah. That's two of my favorite places, Chick-fil-A and Limp Lizard. <laughs> oh I yeah. Love, I love that spicy chicken sandwich. I got a man. That's, that is the best. I think better than Popeye's. We actually have so many restaurants and they're all very good. So it's very hard sometimes at lunchtime for me to figure out well, where am I going for lunch today? Yeah. Right. Yeah, especially Liverpool has so many great places to eat. I mean, even just in the village alone, you could hit like eight good spots. Yeah, Hope Cafe, uh, a little Peruvian um, touch. Um, Now, Cafe 407 is closed temporarily, but they're a great place to have a community um, get-together. Like a lot of times I used to call it my other office. Yeah. That's where, you know, Cafe Forest, before uh, everything kind of got shut down, I used to go there just in the morning with my computer, just answer emails. I just, I like the environment. I like the setting. And uh, there's also been a couple of times where I met clients there. So just like you, I almost treated it like a second office, you know. We can go to Hope Cafe. They He's taken over the whole hall in that village mall. And oh, so nice. there's a different tables separated, very well separated. And so I have... I still have people that go there and meet their clients there. So, cause it's a safe environment to do that in. Yeah. Right. Right. So with you guys we, having, would you say, I'm sorry. You been to the home team pub. Yes, I have. It's great there. My, my wife's on the couch right now. I'm nodding her head. She's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with your, yeah. <laughs> with your objective being to, help businesses grow how do you guys measure the effectiveness of that is there really a way to sometimes it's not a way to do that but um that they're in business yeah Um, right right. sometimes they will i I know that some people have been in business for a while they'll come and i remember uh, somebody asking me so what's part of your job and i said sometimes it's hand holding yeah um if people hit prices in their business or business isn't as good as they thought it would be or um, sometimes they hit a personal um, downslide which has affected their business. So sometimes it's holding their hands but having helping them get resources um, to be able to get connected with others who can inspire them and boost them and motivate them. Or maybe I might know somebody that's gone through the same thing and said, well, maybe you should talk to so-and-so. Do you mind if I give them your information? Mm. Or sometimes I've walked into some businesses and gone, uh, this person needs a lot of help. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, and I, I am so grateful for the small business development center and even our accounting. Um, I had a person that really, um, didn't realize they were violating health codes and i said to him i said do you mind if i send somebody in here to help you so my first place was to get the small business development center into his place yeah that was the first thing and the second one was 
I called the county and I said, listen, I don't want to, I, I don't even want to talk to you if you're going to go in and find this person. So I knew the person I was talking to because um, we get a health certificate for the um, Liverpool's place for our, when we sell popcorn and stuff. So I knew the person and I said, listen, I, I can I tell you something and I don't want you to go out and find this guy, yeah, but I confidence. think you, but I, but I, he needs help. And he goes, that's not our thing. He goes, we will go and go talk to him, find out what he needs and help him do the paperwork and right. get, get him through that. And that's I so went, nice that there's you. people like you out there because there's other, other places that I, I think there's some businesses that operate under just, I guess, neg negligence. I guess just, they don't know, right? Like they don't, yeah. they don't know. And slapping with a fine is only going to make it worse for them, you know, especially if right. it's a new business. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't want your name in the paper. Yeah. Right. For <laughs> sure. Yeah, for sure. Lucretia, how did you, you stumble into the position you're in? How did you get to where you're at right now? So I work for United Way for, um, many, many years out in Massachusetts as well as here, here in New York. And I was ready for a change. And so I was, uh, I did networking nice. <laughs> and started looking around and seeing what I wanted to do in my next career kind of thing. And one of my friends, Tamara Crawley, who at the time was at a deco, I thought, well, maybe I might want to just do temp work for a while. And she goes, well, I don't have anything. And then she called me a week later and she goes, have I got the job for you? And, um, she and Bill Pastella and Elaine Wozniak. Elaine was at the West Commission. Bill was um, at Bill. I, he wasn't at Merrill Lynch there, but he's at Merrill Lynch now. And Tamara at Adeco. And I knew all three of them through United Way because they were on my volunteer committee. And so I went in for the interview. And the one thing that I realized that I had never run a business, so I wasn't. I'm like okay, now what? I got the job. But I went out and I I knew what I had to do. And that was to basically learn, meet, meet the chamber members, meet the leaders, and also find out what the resources were. Um, and fortunately, at that time, the library had a, a business resource person. Her name was Jill Young. And Jill and I would talk for hours. And we formulated a it was called Business for Growth Committee, and uh, Paula Beam was one of the people that chaired it, and that was amazing. That was an amazing group, and so we did a lot of lunch and learns. We did a lot of seminars, and it was a learning experience for me. But man, it gave. We brought out a lot of leadership and resources within our chamber that were able to help others. So you pretty much built. There was nobody in in position before you. There were part time people before that. Wow. So you, you kind of built this thing, huh? Not really. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I had a foundation to work on, but yeah, I, we grew, we grew the committees and we grew the, um, and it was true through all the volunteers. I mean, the one thing is you got to look for your leaders and those people that are great and just let them go with it. Give them the ideas. Yeah, let them, let them, let them take the wheel. Great ideas much better than I would ever think. Uh, what What do you think, like what skills are the most important for somebody that's in a position like you? Being able to build relationships, being able to be friendly 
and to be able to talk to others and have people be able to trust you and to be able to uh, turn to you, maybe not as the person who knows everything, because I always say that I do not know everything. Yeah. And, but the ability to be able to connect you and to be able to, if maybe you don't know the answer to that question, and sometimes I'll say that, I don't know the answer to that question, but I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. And so I'll do some digging um, because of my experience in both not the nonprofit and profit world that um, I'll find somebody who will be able to answer that question. Yeah, I think that's that's such an, a, a, an important skill for not only a leader, but also like a, a coach or a, somebody who's like, the captain of the ship right there's i also do martial arts too and there's a really good instructor his name's phil miglarice and he does that same thing in jujitsu if you ask him a question he doesn't just kind of bs it and give you an answer if he doesn't know he goes you know what hold on i'm gonna think about that let me get back to you on it and then sure enough like in a week he's gonna message you back and say hey by the way that question you had here's the answer and i think that's that's a really powerful thing that not a lot of people, that's not, that's not a skill a lot of people have, you know? Well, you should have that even in sales because um, yeah. on a temp basis, I used to work um, for Verizon um, at Best Buy and I'll never forget the person asked me um, how I got this guy to actually take out a contract with Verizon for um, inter- internet. And um, I said, he goes, he's got internet. And I said, but you didn't ask him what kind. I said, he's got dial-up because there's no internet where he is. I remember dial-up. And I I said, he, well, there's still places, rural places that only have dial-up because there's nothing else. Oh, wow. So I I said to him, I said, well, what kind of service do you have for phone? And he said, Verizon. I go, oh, Verizon comes there? And he said, yes. And I said, well, I got got something for you. (laughs) So he was so thrilled that he wasn't going to have to do dial-up. So... And one of the salespeople kept going, I go, you need to talk to these people. You need to find out more about them. You just don't ask the question, do you have internet? You ask them what kind. Right. They're happy with it. You got to dig deeper, right? I yeah. Think. So it's like in every walk of life, if whatever you do, you know, um, that you try to figure out the solution to their problem. Yeah, for <clears> sure. <throat> no, definitely. What do you, what do you think uh, if you could – do one thing to kind of improve the the quality of life for businesses in Liverpool, what would be that one thing? I think our local government has to get more involved in terms of development. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of um, vacancies in places or a more diverse kind of businesses that can be brought in. So some of our local folks need to um, look at that and to, you know, look at how development goes, you know, how can we do that? But also just making sure that um, (coughs) people are um, just knowledgeable of each other, Mm -hmm. like what's available. Like I'm totally amazed. I still get amazed when I ride through our community and see things that I go, oh, I didn't realize the park was there. (laughs) Yeah, totally. No, ever since I started uh, real estate, I definitely, I'll drive through parts of Syracuse I've never seen in my life before. I didn't, just like you said, I showed a house um, 
probably like eight months ago, nine months. It was just before COVID hit. And I drove uh, into the city and I found this park I didn't even know existed. There was this neighborhood of a beautiful house I've never seen before. And it amazes me that I'm 29 years old and there's still parts of Syracuse I haven't even seen yet. Like, what? That's crazy. It is. Yeah. It, it's when I lived in, uh, when I first came here, I had a house in um, Syracuse. And my brother in law, who lives out in Liverpool, and um, they were they wanted to see my new place, so I'm taking them out, and they had never ever had been to this area. They had never known it existed. They thought Syracuse was like the city. Yeah. What triggered you to move here? Were you born and raised in Massachusetts? Uh, uh-uh. I lived 20 years in Massachusetts, but I uh, basically I grew up in Binghamton, mm. and um, then I moved away because I had gotten a job with a, um, a labor union, believe it or not. I was recruited to help organize. Nice. And then, and then I got involved in the United Way there for many, many years. And then um, my family was back here, so my mom wasn't well, and my sisters were taking pretty much rotating, taking care of her. And I thought, you know, if I get an opportunity to transfer here through United Way, I'm going to do it. So I kept, you know, looking and putting in. Um, bids and finally got to Syracuse. Nice. That's cool. So how long have you been in Syracuse for? 2001. Oh, is that when you started at the chamber? Mm -mm. It's when I started at United Way. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. When did you start working for the chamber of Liverpool? In 2006. 2006. That's a, that's a long time. I made a five year commitment. (laughs) Five. Oh, that's a little bit longer than five years, huh? Yeah, they asked me how long, um, what kind of a commitment would I give them? And I said five years. <laughs> so what's what's the future look like for, this is a two-part question, what's the future look like for the Liverpool Chamber of Commerce, one, and two, what's the future of Lucretia look like? Well, I'm, near, I'm beyond retirement age, but um, for a future of the Chamber, I think, is just going to keep growing. It's going, it's, it's been I've just seen it grow by leaps and bounds and that the leadership has um, evolved and it's it's a good it's a good thing well I'm not trying to blow smoke up your butt but that is because of you right and also the great volunteers that you have so you definitely mm -hmm. should pat yourself on the back for for that yeah so my but my well my future is to have a good exit plan out of out of the chamber because I don't want to see anything go downhill. Yeah. So if if the members, the president, the president executive um, group is on for like another four years. So I figure in the next four years, we should, within that, we should start planning, you know, what's the next strategy because I am <laughs> way beyond retirement age. <laughs> and uh, I won't tell you, I'm in the youth of my old age. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not asking. <laughs> but, um, you know, at some point, um, sometimes I've said, this is getting, you know, because I do a lot. I mean, I wear many yeah. hats. Yeah, that's what so, it sounds like. This whole podcast, I'm like, wow, you have a different hat on for every single day. So eventually, I mean, your mind starts slowing down. And um, I have two friends in the chamber who said, um, when we give you the Sudoku book, you can know that you need to leave. <laughs> so I go, okay, that's great. But um, but you know, it's it. it I want to 
have a good plan of, of leaving and being able to do. And then my next, what's going to happen next to me? I don't know. I, I always, the door always opens yeah. <laughs> to the next, because I've done so many things in my life and it's never been that I sought it out. It sought me out. That's, that's really beautiful. Well, Lucretia, you are a wonderful human being and you run a really great organization. So I applaud you for that. And thank you for taking the time to take an hour out of your late night to sit down and talk to me. Well, I love to talk about the chamber because I love the people that are there. They are the greatest. Yeah, it shows because it definitely, when, uh, when you start talking about it, I can tell you radiate this, like, like this, this joy, like that you're, you're very proud of what you built and you're very proud of the, the volunteers and the committee that's there, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So thank you. I uh, I appreciate you doing this. Thanks I'm happy to be to do this with you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. The love and support that you guys show me is such a wonderful thing from the text messages to social media posts. It's just a constant reminder of how many awesome people I have in my life. If you want to support the show, make sure you subscribe, follow, like the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share it with your friends and tell them what your favorite episode is. If you think yourself or someone you may know would be great on the podcast, reach out to me and we can make it happen. I love putting these out and getting a chance to talk to so many interesting people is so incredible. So thank you for giving me your time, and I appreciate you guys more than I can put into words. I love you people very much.